I know. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and experiment with my new, whole new setup, dude. Yeah. What's up with your new setup? Uh, it's terrible. It's so slow. Bogged down by frame rate. <laughs> but whatever. I like that new banner. You got the you got the branding, the squad. You like that? Yeah, I do. Yeah, man. So, what's good? What's new? What's popping? Uh, yeah, man, just been busy. Uh, went out to Indianapolis. Was working with this, with this other producer. So, that was pretty cool. Okay, showed showed me a lot. I learned a lot um, from things that he was doing. Mm -hmm. Like, like he's been working with a lot of, a lot with uh, native instruments, and he showed me a lot with the plugins and what you can do with with the software that I have, mm -hmm. you know, and adding all these um, cool mastering uh, VSTs and. Um, and everything with machine, you know. Recording in progress. So that was that, that was uh, super awesome, uh, linking up with him. Yep. Um, DJ Alexander the Great. DJ Alexander the Great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so where was this again? Uh, uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. Oh, okay. So you you were what talking to him virtually, or you actually went there? No, I went there. Oh, okay. And we were working on uh, some stuff. Working on some beats? Yeah. Working on some tracks. Okay. Um, I mean, we didn't get, like, a super a whole lot done, you know, as far as um, actually sitting down and, and making a track. We got started on a couple projects, but we're just, you know, mainly um, catching up and going over a lot of tutorials um, he was showing me all the VSTs that he has and like he showed me a whole uh, bunch of stuff that you can do with machine and uh, native instruments and working with uh, tractor is what he has for his DJ setup. So we're, you know, cut, cutting some records and, um, you know, doing some sampling, doing some freestyles, uh, doing some scratching and stuff like that. So, okay. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah, man. I'm just over here on this gig, lifting weights, doing podcasts on my downtime out in the Caribbean, off the coast That's of what's Jamaica. What's up, man? I, I like your setup. Yeah, so I got one of those. Uh, I got one of those Zombie Squad uh, tapestries coming, and so I'll add to the flag tapestry and. It's essentially the same setup. It's just, uh, I guess the the internet here is kind of weaker than back home, and and the portable gear that I have. So, I mean, I'm making do the best I can. But you know, it's coming along. It's coming yeah, along. That, yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, what do we got? We got uh, Rogues Gallery season three came out. Yeah. Starring yeah. the uh, <clears throat> starring the uh, the ever talented. Techfall, Chris MC Techfall page, and uh, you know, produced by Dead On Pictures and Zombie Squad and so on and so forth. So what was that? That was a, uh, I think that was Friday the second, season three, episode one. Yeah. 
Tracer and She-Cat. Voiceovered by my wife. And then another voiceover artist, Gene. And I think Connor was in there too. That's Clark Kent. Yeah, he was. Yeah. So yeah. It was more- good, man. It came out came out well. I was impressed. Yeah, on that nickel and dime COVID budget. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, we've been pumping out some projects during, you know, the whole uh, quarantine. Oh yeah. So now we're finally uh, releasing some stuff. Yeah, man. I mean, we just, uh, you know, you know, you know very well. Uh, you were doing some live DJ streams, you know, that we were uh, we were all producing your live DJ streams, the podcast. When the quarantine first hit, you know, I had the second seasons of both both those shows on hard drive and so with quarantine and with the you know gabriel as like a newborn just lying in a bassinet i just sit there edit all night knock them out and then man so many hiccups man so many hiccups during filming the third and fourth seasons i mean we do we had so many issues with this one daycare we had and now we've got now thank god the quarantine it's kind of for the most part over. Yeah. All the all the smart people that got the vaccinations. Um we, I, think, we got, I think it said like over seventy percent of people have been vaccinated or at least had the first round of the vaccination. So it's moving into a, a positive direction, I think. Yeah. You know, mask has been lifted up in a lot of a lot of states. Um yeah, I mean, here on this island, man, here on this island, a lot of the restaurants, there's a bowling alley, there's, uh, the two gyms that are nearby, it's all, if you're vaccinated, and so you got to, and you have to show your vaccination card, and you got to get, like, checklisted, and then they give you, like, another little badge or something to wear, so when you walk into the gym, bowling alley, whatever, um, the restaurants, and you wear, like, this little badge that, like, I have right here, um, it shows that you're vaccinated and it's not your vaccination card. You've been, you've been, you've proved that, uh, in this community. And so they, they, okay. give, they give you this thing. So you just walk in you don't have to wear a mask. If you don't, if you haven't been vaccinated, you got to wear a mask. So they're pushing that, they're pushing that herd immunity and it's awesome. I'm yeah, a- that's good. I think a lot of people are changing their mind about the uh, vaccination. You know there about, are because, about yeah. getting getting the vaccination because a lot of people were hesitant on getting the vaccination. So I think that you know more people are being educated on it, and um, and apparently it's working. Yeah, obviously. So I think more people are changing their perspective on the vaccination. Yeah, and and you know like this film was only hiring people with vaccinations. So with the film, I had to turn in my vaccination or a copy, a scan of my vaccination card to book this gig. And I'm in like, I'm on like an, uh, a little side island off the coast of Jamaica, kind of in the uh, the Bermuda. Going to get lost in the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> Where'd Nelson go? Got lost in the Bermuda. Man, that's awesome. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it is what it is. Um, 
And, uh, and but back to you know like the back to the daycare. We got this. We've got a nine to five Monday through Friday daycare. Or actually, it's earlier than that. It could be anywhere between seven to seven to six. I think this full time, full structured daycare. And they look out for service members. So you know, I got a I got you know a military benefit with this place. Additionally, and I mean like. The child care and the child development structure there is outstanding. Plus, it's but now that it's summer, they call it a summer camp daycare as mm. opposed to like the the normal daycare. So it's like he's got so Gabriel's got like water day, craft day. He's got two water days a week, where he goes out and plays in the water, like these little water slides or like, like these little uh, water tables that have like plastic fish and and st stuff like that. So, I mean, it's fantastic. Man. It's fantastic. Still doing? You still doing comedy shows? I might do one on Thursday. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they record that shit right. You know me, man. Well, well, I just you know got me. I get real picky when it comes to that. That dude, that I recording. just dude, I just ordered this awesome setup, you know, for the iPhone. Um, mm -hmm. it comes it it comes with a boom mic, mm -hmm. you know, with a tripod stand and an LED light already attached to everything mm -hmm. so i'm just waiting for that to come in you know so audio will be be crisp especially if i want to do a remote podcast somewhere you know yeah i can use that that microphone and um that that miniature uh, tripod mm -hmm. you know go and go mobile wherever i want to go to like to to shoot this show or yeah. if i'm remote somewhere you know where yeah. the audio audio sounds Sounds clean. That's what it's, I forgot. It, it, I it's forgot like, a it's, lot of it's, gear. It's basically like a miniature boom mic. But I forgot a lot of gear. I, I was supposed to bring like, I think you remember those little, those really thin black stands that you can screw anything to the top, like a webcam or, or a little light yeah. or a GoPro. And even as collapsed as it is, it wouldn't fit in any of my luggage. But yeah, man, I mean, it's like the trick is making it work. So I got the I got the webcam kind of like mounted to the top of one of the monitors here. That's my little mini. You remember you remember the uh, you remember the dungeon. You remember the uh, the space station. It looked like fucking uh, Houston space station over there yeah. at the house. <laughs> so I kind of like I did the best to like kind of recreate a mini mini mobile Houston space station here. I mean, they can, I mean, shit. Elon Musk can probably just run SpaceX from a laptop and an iPhone. <laughs> This fucking guy is just on top of it, man. Turnkey, man. Turnkey. That's that, that's Don's idol, man. Elon that's, Musk. That's Durko's idol. He loves that guy. What's Tesla? What's Tesla doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right, man. So there's that. I mean, uh, the the crypto nowadays. I don't know so much about crypto nowadays, man. Crypto's kind of dumping. He it ruined, is. dude. Elon ruined Dogecoin. He fucking dude, ruined it. Dude, Durko was hyping it up so much. He's like, listen, I jumped on it real he's quick. Like, he's like, Doge Day, dude. Doge Day. And Doge it was Day. A, and it was a complete bust. Complete bust. <laughs> complete bust. Doge Day was. <laughs> he was like, it's going to go up to a dollar. Doge Day was Doge Dump Day for me. Doge Day was Doge Dump Day for me. I just dumped it all and, God. you know, cashed I out. I should have just, just got rid of it. 
I mean, I made a pretty penny from it, so I'm not complaining. But I mean, it's like I didn't make a dime. Let's take a look. Let's see. Let's see how it's looking now, because you know, these it's things that, always these that, these things. It's at like twenty three cents, which is, <laughs> which is chump change. Well, no, twenty three cents is still high for like where it started, but I mean, where is this crap at? Eh, 23. I mean, it might go up, might go down. So, yeah. There's that. I mean, good old-fashioned, you know, buying and selling stocks. Good old-fashioned crypto. What are you going to do, man? I mean... Uh, ups and downs, man. Ups, ups, and ups, ups and downs. <laughs> You're right. So... I don't know. It's a tricky game, man. It's a tricky game. Yeah, you got to get something like a, a, a mutual funds. Yeah, one of those, one of those index, those uh, diversified, complex index fund sample, diversified, you know, introspective, whatever the fuck. <laughs> what do we call it? Uh, SPM 500s or some some nonsense like that. We got to make it work. I mean, it's a, it is about risk. I mean, take a look at us. I mean, we would jump into like filmmaking and music, and that's a risk. Yeah, it, it is a risk. It is a risk, and so like everyone's like, man. I mean, nothing nothing's guaranteed, you know. Nothing's guaranteed. So you know, everyone's like, man, you know. You're wasting your money. And I'm like, well, what about all those bar tabs? And what about all those fucking, you know, brunches and, and uh, you know, ridiculously extravagant vacations where you could, if you actually sat down and you could budget out and still have vacations and still take, you know, your wife and kids on a vacation, but for half that price, then you take that difference and maybe skip the strip club, skip, you know, skip the bar a couple of times and take that bar tab. What you and you know exactly what your bar tab is going to end up being, and you invest that money into something. You know, quit cigarettes, quit drinking entirely, and then next thing you know, you're a millionaire. And now you can go ahead and you can have those expensive brunches again and have a few drinks, some high shelf liqueur, <laughs> some fine champagne. Because you decided to like, you know, deprive yourself of some luxuries and put put those, put put what that money would have been into like a long term investment, or a, a pump and dump investment. You know, be a short term investment, long term investment, but instead of just going to the bar every other night, blowing it on beer, like all my free time is either spent with the wife and kid. Or working on projects, dabbling a little bit in Robin Hood, and that's it. It's about time management, but it's about time investment too. Like you gotta invest your time. Like you know damn well. You 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 thought kind of outside the box, hey man, I'm gonna take this trip to Indiana, but meet up with a DJ and kind of collab and do some stuff. But it's also a road trip. It's also like a little vacation. But it's like uh yeah, he was a he was he was he, he was a military buddy of mine, you know. And he's been chiming into our shows and um, here and there. He goes, yeah, I like what you guys are doing, and um, 
You know, it was just kind of a spontaneous trip. You know, mm -hmm. he was like, "Hey, you want to come out here?" And I'm like, "Sure." You know, now that COVID is over, pretty much um, everybody's vaccinated. I mean, it sucks. Like, like going to the airport is a hassle. I mean, because they're back to like pretty much full capacity. Um, but the problem is when you go to these airports is that they're having a hard time really because this is this is we're really at the the aftermath stage of COVID right right now I would really consider this uh, to be the aftermath because you know everything's going back into normal but the problem is that you know people are on unemployment for so long that you know they can't staff these these restaurants these uh, you know even at the airport every, everything closes at seven o'clock you know right. when I was at uh, Atlanta Airport everything closed at seven. Like so, if you don't if you don't prepare and get something to eat before your flight, like you're screwed, you know. And the lines are ridiculous. So that was that was my whole issue with like flying and and because I, I haven't flown in so long. Yeah. You know, the last time I flown was like a little bit. You know, during kind of during COVID, um, it was still going on. So it wasn't it wasn't as bad. The airports or weren't at full capacity people were airports are back to full capacity now. so now they're 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 back to full capacity yeah long lines at the airports uh long lines going through security uh long lines trying to get anything you know the vending machines are all empty um so oh, they're it, they're just they're just unprepared you know no vending machines man like even a lot of festivals that were supposed to go on had to cancel you know due to the aftermath of covid because they cannot get the staffing to put on these big events you know yeah. like like moon rides was supposed to happen this year 2021 well, well we flew out we flew here we flew out from dca and i don't remember I, you know you're probably right i don't really remember any uh vending machines but what i do remember is like you got some um you know, you know how you can go in those little shops, get magazines, get snacks, yeah. get a bottle of water or something. So what they had was they had like a shelf of it and you grab an item and then someone would walk up and hit like this little screen. And no, you hit the little screen. It's a little bit more faster paced, but it's not necessarily COVID friendly. But um, they would come up and like just tap this little screen, swipe your card for you. And it wasn't even in the room. It was like kind of like along the, the walkway, and it's like, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess the items are kind of like out in the open for people to just grab. But you know, someone grabs it, puts it back. Now it's kind of contaminated. So maybe that's not, maybe it's not, maybe that's not a good example of, of this new COVID compliance or or this new health conscientiousness. Um, you know, like germ conscientious type of. Maybe maybe it wasn't really all that good. So that's a bad example. That should suck. So never mind. But whatever. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> you know, I mean, we're still we're still we're still doing it. We're still you know, as a society, doing the best we can with all this nonsense. Staying alive, staying healthy. Yeah. Avoiding, I mean, avoiding... it's, it, it's still a virtual world, and you know that's going to be like that for yes. You know, a long Dude, time. 
Dude, I'm, I've been talking about it on the show. I've been talking about it with you for not only this show, but for years. I mean, years. dude. I want to be working out of the dungeon for the rest dude, of my life. It's so crazy, like, of how many yeah. people have, have dabbled into, um, you know, we've been doing podcasts uh, for a long time and um, in radio for, for a long time. Um, you know, even when we had uh, Loss Prevention Radio, you know, back mm-hmm. when we were doing that on, we were doing that online. And it was oh, terrible. A, a long time ago. We would go out with like the shittiest camcorders because we were so broke. We couldn't afford decent equipment. And I remember you had like this old camcorder. I had this really old camcorder. We were do, and I think you were, and I think you had a wired mic into like a little DAT recorder in your pocket. And then we'd have to like, I would have to transfer the tapes and then dump the audio files. It was you, but transferring. You remember transferring those tapes was real time. You'd have to play the tape and digitize it. And after you, all your tapes are digitized, then you take the file and then you sync the audio up to the file, the the, the proper audio and not the camera mic audio, to the video file. Yeah. And then you make a master synced clip, and then you start fucking editing. And now fast forward to this, where everything is like instantaneous, and you know. I've, we're both remote and on this little, you know, live computer, you know, I can do that kind of edit and then I can do, I, you're probably not seeing the edit, but I can do that kind of edit and then I can cut to something else and then bring more people in and then change the shot and it's all on a laptop and a, and a, and a small little HD monitor and a webcam and using Zoom and you've got the same thing over there. You, you've got a professional mic jacked into one thing jacked into another thing and eventually going into Zoom. I think that's the audio you're using. Tap the oh. mic. I don't know. I think it's... I think so, it's I'm, so, it's, so I'm using an interface, yeah. which is hooked up into my laptop, which is the interface is connected through Zoom, mm-hmm. and the microphone's hooked into the interface. Right. You know, and the headphones are jacked into the interface. So it's, it, it's real simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Real easy. Nothing to it. <laughs> you remember? Do you remember? Any, like, any, dude, any <laughs> idiot can start a podcast, you know? There's so many of them out there that are doing it. Yeah. You know? This, hold on. This guy. Hold on, let me see. Dude, can you can tune into any podcast. It's, it's like ridiculous. This guy and this guy are, are idiots oh. starting podcasts and, and doing podcasts. I mean, and, and, and then remember, you got me, you got me in the clubhouse, like, dude. But that thing was going off all day, dude. Well, listen, I think you know we could still probably utilize Clubhouse, um, because apparently, Clubhouse has an archive, so it has an archive of your saved conversations. I guess is, for lack of a better term, it, it archives your conversations. Yeah. And so if if there's a way to pull them off of your archive, then be uploaded as a podcast, and there, then boom, there you go. But I mean, dude, it's 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 tricky. Yeah, man. I mean, it's fucking. It's really tricky. Like, it's well, it's kind of tricky. But then once you kind of figure out that hack, everyone's like, "Oh man, these just hacks, man. You got to figure out the hack. Got to figure out the hack." <laughs> and then you figure out the hack, and then the hacks. You know, on like Donkey Kong, but no, you're right, man. I mean, like especially nowadays, people are people are able to utilize 
I mean, I remember, I remember loss prevention radio, man. And it was just like, we were, that was a struggle. And then, and then <laughs> and when we were trying to do the, the technological podcast and there was that dude, I still watch the video. I still watch the video. Like, once a week when you just ripped your entire studio apart live on technological podcasts. Like if you buy shit, you get shit. If you buy shit, you get shit. You know what I mean? And that was like, that was like the funniest thing. So we finally yeah, had- yeah, that, that stand cost me like $15 on Amazon. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. like it was terrible. I mean, it would have probably worked better if I just duct taped it, you know? Yep. Uh, well, arriving late to the show is Brian Page. Welcome back to Zombie Squad Cast. Can you can you hear me? Oh, connecting. Audio is connecting. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah got, that, he's, got, he's got that dial up over there. <laughs> What's going on? Oh boy. We got we got more folks coming in. Hold on. Let's see what we got happening now. Ooh. Oh boy! <laughs> Just woke up from a nap. Oh man, that's crazy. Let's get this show on the road, fellers. He's calling me from his car. <laughs> <laughs> He's calling me from his car. Oh my this, god! This guy's pulling a dirt go. Calling me from his car. Man, is god. his audio coming in? It says connecting to audio. Connecting, to, connecting to audio. This is going to be like one of the. This is this is going to be a landmark episode. This is going to be the first, you know, four way roundtable of past guests joining in. I love it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty LP, MC Techfall, Big Brian, and uh, you know the full Nelson all together. The maniac Nelson. I mean, Glenn, the, Glenn the maniac Nelson. Dude, you remember you got a, you remember you got in a scuffle with that guy Alex, man, and Alex met the wall. <laughs> Alex, Alex met the wall. <laughs> I get home and there's a big giant indentation of a body in the wall. I'm like, what happened here? It's like Looney Tunes. It was just like 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 a hole in the wall like that. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like when uh, the, what is it? You know, Looney Tunes. They run through the wall. It's just like a fucking cutout of a human human silhouette. That's what it was, of you and old Alex. Me and old Alex. Scotty Scotty LP, man, welcome back. What's what's going on? What's new? What's what's the, what's the back brief of the last year and two months, three months since you were on the show? Oh man, you know, my hair is a little bit longer. I see that. <laughs> I haven't cut it since last February. Besides that, got together, got a couple of partners together. We started a business called Drop Shot Studio. So we're trying to do some live streaming and production. We've done a couple of couple of gigs so far. Um, I mean, it's just starting. It's going all right. Trying to stay busy, but you know, the nine to five job is same dude I'm like i'm going in right now to daddy warner bucks so i can get my a usual pay okay kids are a little bit older we got a death in the family michelle's dad passed away um besides that everybody else is still alive and well 
No, I'm sorry to hear that. But I'm yeah, glad to hear everybody else is sorry to hear that. Doing, yeah, man. Yeah, man. It, it, it was yeah. It just happened not that long. We got uh, what was it? Two weeks ago, like June 17th, two and a half weeks ago. Then we drove up. We were up there doing all that for about 10 or 11 days, and I got back last week. Okay. Yeah. That's it, man. So That's you know, what... just kicking it. I, I never, I never heard back from those Caribbean guys. Uh, from Trini about the uh, project they were doing. The dance show? But, uh, you know, yeah. The, the, I mean, I saw some footage, but, uh, I mean, he didn't really send much of it, and he didn't send any more. So, I don't know what's going on with that, but because uh, we were going to try and wrap up something um, with Drop Shot for that project and offer them whatever services they needed, you know, to share files and shit like that plus the production stuff that's why i, I reached out to you and um and uh that russian fuck big Andre. dre yeah big doctor you know, big big dr that, that, dre that vodka drinking fucker um <laughs> to see what he had going on but yeah he was still active too man so yeah that's what we got going on man i got i've got uh two two partners that two guys i work with and then michelle's involved in and myself so the four of us okay well that's what's up man i mean it's like staying busy staying productive oh so my me, god so tell me a little so bit busy. yeah yeah tell me more about the uh the live streaming because that's oh, like dude, right I mean, up my alley we're, um, yeah so we're doing we basically look i mean the setup is everything's wireless so we've got some some 4g lte modems we've got a new 5g uh it's called an Insego 5G modem that has um, the ability to, to adjust some some gain with an antenna. It's all built in. It's like the size of a pizza box kind of thing. Yeah. So that thing is kind of brand spanking new. We're testing that. We're getting like fucking, ah, dude, in some places, 180 down and like 90 up, which is, which is not so bad. In other places, 250. 150, uh, 250 down, 150 up. Really, what we're trying to do is when we set up um, a live stream for, let's say, soccer game or lacrosse game or something, right? The idea is to, is to have your your access point set up to where you can access whatever wireless equipment that you're using for the camera IP stream. So, you know, we aggregate those up and then we do a broadcast out of it, live graphics. Um, live graphic switching. Um, uh, we also create logos for customers too. And we got uh, one guy who, him and his buddy, uh, they started a podcast. It's called F is for Friends. So shout out to F is for Friends. Uh, check them out on Facebook and, and YouTube. But um, this guy Hunter, this other guy Legacy. Legacy is a music composer, artist, rapper um, from Atlanta. And then uh, Hunter is, uh, I believe, a stunt actor, actor, uh, motocross racer. Um, I'm not sure what else he does, but that's that's what I know about him anyway. So these guys started a podcast. They signed with us, and we've done some episodes with them, and they're happy. Um, the wedding thing, we kind of spun up a wedding gig and created a website for a customer, and, and we had some, some cameras set up. 
Um, I, I could, I could never back. do weddings. I don't know how you have the patience for weddings. Like, I, I could well, never do well, weddings. Well, dude, you know the wedding game, right? I mean, look, fact is, is that the bride's happy, everyone's happy. That's just yeah, no blind. shit, right? And that's so, almost in, and like half the time, it's impossible to make that bride happy, man. And you got all these co-directors. <laughs> well, you got all these co-directors also, jumping in. Why, why, right, are all these, also, why are all these groomsmen and bridesmaids telling me how to do my bride, fucking job? Well, brides got a lot of bottom bees, right? They got a lot of bottom bees that you got to go through to get to the bride. Holy okay? fuck. First off, they've got this like two or three chain broken down to where you can't even talk to the brides in some cases, right? I ran into that with DJing sometimes. But look, as long as you didn't do something they didn't want you to do and you offered more than maybe you said that you were going to offer to make them happy, that, that's what makes them happy. So it's going, it's going, man. It's not bad, but the is doing the broadcast, engineering, making sure the TV's got signals going to the homes, right? Coming from the stadiums, going to the homes. So that's yeah. the You got to make sure your cell phone's getting signaled too, bro. You're going to the dead zone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's why. Look, I live out in the country now, man. I, I moved, I moved uh, back in December. That's something else that happened. You're still, so out, I, in, I uh, you're still out in the big GA? I am, and uh, I moved about 20 miles south west of where I used to be, used to was. I used to was in Fayetteville. Now I'm in Brooks. So that's basically country zone, man. And, and out there, it's, it's, I mean, I got chickens, man. I got chickens, man, that are getting pretty big. And that's a new venture, new little adventure <laughs> yeah man I'm, I'm busy man i'm busy as fuck yeah man well brian man brian this is a uh, uh, brian's second no this is brian's third third appearance on the show so what's 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 the new deal man you you, you uh you're moving up you're going to become chief of the dc fire and and uh be running the whole city oh i don't know i don't know about that <laughs> <laughs> I've only been at two firehouses in 14 years. I guess I'm having too much fun on the back step. You know, uh, I was at Northeast for 10 years, and then uh, now I'm in uh, Cleveland Park. So, All right. uh, yeah, yeah, I think eventually I'll, I'll, I'll uh, yeah, I'll start moving up. But life's been good, man. I, I, to be honest with you, right now I don't know what to do with myself because I'm here. The wife's not here for a couple of days, so uh, yeah, it's 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 funny because you think you're gonna be like total relax like when the wife and kids are gone but in reality you're like rushing to do stuff you're like oh, i gotta cut the grass i gotta do this i gotta do that and then, <laughs> then you just hit a wall and you're like holy shit i'm not doing jack but uh yeah yeah and it's it's crazy man because uh the scotty scotty would know it's like you get a break from the kids and it's kind of like you're running around like doing stuff like more than you would over you know overcompensate you know i have to say um so uh nah, man life is uh life has been good man yeah i just it's started so great. I just started and I went out of town on a gig, but I, you know, I just started with the whole family thing. And I remember, yeah, like last, all last year, yeah, I probably, I probably did more during quarantine. I probably did more in one day than I'm used to doing, than I was used to doing in like a week. Yeah. I mean, it's like fix three doors in the house and then, uh, uh, helped, you know, help my wife figure out the uh the entertainment center or the tv or how to you know yeah. like uh the channels or whatever that whole tv you know entertainment center crap and then go take out all the trash 
and then do all the dishes. <laughs> and then we sit down and watch a movie and I'm going to cook dinner, you know, and she did quite a bit too. Don't, you know, I'm not saying I yeah. did it all, but it's. No, like, I'm the guy, if I see something bother me and I'm, I'm walking outside, I'll pull weeds just because I just saw that one weed and I'll just go in and yank it. I just, I can't, I try to get everything done in one swoop. Yes. <laughs> and that's what, that's what would drive. That's what would drive Melissa nuts is like, you, she's like, you don't have to do all this. And one day I'm like, I will knock all this out today so that we have the whole rest of the week off. But then the next day, there's like 20 more things I see. I'm like, no, no, no. I got to knock all this out all out today so that we got the whole rest of the week free. And she's like, you've done this every day, the whole week. You know, I, I, what I'll say about that is, is it's, it breaks down to a difference in time management preference. Yes. They would manage their time a little differently than the way you manage your time, okay? <laughs> yeah. And, and and you need to realize that you're doing it wrong. Well, regardless, it regardless of what you do, if you're not doing it the way the wife wants it done, you're doing you're it You're doing wrong. it wrong. You're doing yeah. it wrong. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> I'm not going to get, I'm not gonna get used to that hair, the way, by the way. You may have saved about 30 minutes or an hour of everybody's life, right? But nobody knows that except you because of the steps you took to do it your way, which saved that extra time, right? But you know, <laughs> while you're getting bitched at, it's all good, right? <laughs> I, there's a lot, there's, there's quite a few times I was just like, okay, okay. And I'm, and I'm getting yelled at or, or, I'm, or I'm, getting, um, I'm getting corrected or I'm, or I'm being given advice and I'm just like, yeah, okay, okay. Are you done? All right. I'm just going to do it my way. And then boom, it's done. <laughs> oh, what a great job. Yes, I know. For the 80th time. <laughs> for the 80th time, you're in my way telling me how to do it. I'm still going to do it my way. And it's still going to get done great. And you're going to love it. Why do we have this conversation every time? God. I, I still have some of those Bruce Willis moments from Pulp Fiction. I mean, they, they still creep up now and again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The fucking... The, uh, what the hell was it? the watch? <laughs> the fucking watch. Yeah, the watch. That was that was that was. Classic. Did you or did you not grab it off the counter? <laughs> I might not have. Fuck. <laughs> I should have told Fuck. you. I don't give shit about anything else except the fucking watch. <laughs> I told you one thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, oh. that scene. Between that and then in uh, in Armageddon, the one scene where uh, the guy at the beginning he spots the asteroid and he, he his wife's coming in and she's like, "Hey, your dinner's been sitting on the stove for the last two days." She's like, "Go get that book, honey. That book, those guys, the numbers from NASA. I need to get those numbers from NASA." Call <laughs> slave. Go get the book. Go get that goddamn phone book. Get that book. <laughs> Communication, right? You know. Oh, dude, have you ever seen? Have you ever seen uh, the first Incredibles about the, the 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 animated one, the family and uh, Sam Jackson? Sam Jackson plays like Mister Freeze or or Mister or Mister Ice or something like that. Frozone. Frozone. He plays Frozone, and he's like, he sees like this big, huge alien android, whatever the hell it is, like destroying the city, and he's like. Honey, I need my costume. She's like, why? He's like, because I need my costume. She's like, I asked why. And he's like, babe, just give me the costume. It's one, that, it's one of those. Those, right. those are, that's one of those uh, PG rated versions of the fucking Bruce Willis's gold watch <laughs> conundrum. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Like, dude, yeah, man. I mean, this, I, I'm sure every couple, every marriage has that moment, and, but it's all about how, most importantly, it's all about how the man, the husband, handles it, I think. Because the woman is going to go off, but if the, the second the guy goes off, boom, you're in the wrong. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess yes. where, where the logic lies, I mean, maybe maybe there's some females that are more logical than their male partners or whatever your partner is. You know, one's logical and one highly irrational, but there's a balance there because, uh, you know, of how all that works. No, there's not. There's not a balance, man. It's just... Well, the, 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 there is. <laughs> I, I don't... I if you say so. Much, you know, yeah, they, they say there is. Who says they... Who says there is? The, the, the wives? Oh, no, I mean the royal they, man. Come on. Oh, the royal they. Then the royal they. <laughs> I just wish I didn't get frustrated with the kids. Like, I, you know, like I don't get frustrated with the dog, no matter what the dog does yet. I get frustrated. I don't get frustrated with the dog. I know the dog can't comprehend English. <laughs> the dog could bite everything in the house and destroy every article. I wouldn't get mad. The kid spills a cup of milk and I go, ape shit. You know, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta have some better. No, you, you, know, you just you just throw the dog food outside and let them retrieve it. <laughs> no, but it's like dog, dog, dogs gonna be dogs, kids are gonna be kids. I need to understand that, and I'll be good. Life will be easy. But no, you know what I mean. I just flipped the script. Maybe it's because the twelve-hour daddy daycare has kicked me in the butt sometimes. No, you are a five-year-old adult. You are a five-year-old adult that knows everything, and you should be psychic and know exactly what's going on in my head for you to be able to perform as this five-year-old adult. Yeah, Scott, my kids are two and four, by the way. I'm sure you remember those years. <laughs> yeah, my, my, my youngest is four. Oh, yeah. uh, oldest is 10. And then yeah. I got one turned seven next week. But, man, yeah. I, I got to tell you, it's, what? It's, it's always – it's a new challenge. Yeah. And there's always those small – where they do something happens, they do something where you look at them and you're like, "Man, it was totally worth it." And yeah. then, in a split second after that, it snaps you back into reality, and you're like, "Fuck!" I said, "Don't put the gum on the seat." The gu I said, "No gum on the seat." Where's the gum on the seat? Right. Of course it is. Yeah, it's I mean, exactly it's exactly where you said not to fucking put the gum. Put don't put it. Right. Yeah. No, I I specifically said up and red. And it clearly you went out of your way to do the exact fucking opposite of what I asked you to do. Down and blue. How in the fuck did you do that? <laughs> I think hey, you're an actual <laughs> opposition defiance disorder. Okay, ODD. ODD, opposition yeah. defiance disorder. Okay, <laughs> I like that. Oh yeah, that's that's. I mean, that's got to be what it's called. I mean, that's got to be. That's the thing. Called. That's the thing, man. That's the thing. They started a thing. You you just started it, or is that, or was that no, a no, thing? No, no, they started it. I'm telling you, look it up. ODD. Holy fuck! I think that's dyslexia. It might be part of it, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, See, is, I thought they used to call it selective hearing, right? Okay, is it not called selective hearing anymore? Oh, it's just in one ear, out the other. It's selective hearing. I, th I think this generation calls it "fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> the 
holy shit. We're this ge- in this the generation. Fuck you generation. <laughs> me, me, me generation. The g- Oh, man. <laughs> oh like yeah, and then and then and then see it, once they once they trick you into having another one. Oh my God, you thought yeah. you thought one was was something. Yep, I knew that feeling. Two's two's <laughs> something fucking else, man. I mean, goddamn, I was crazy enough to have three because I thought it, it it sounded right. Three just was the magic number for me, and I'm like, man, I'm completely insane sometimes. But you know what? I will say this on the true, true. I stop being selfish and things just work out. I just don't even think about them. It's like my, my automated kind of, you know, cruise control kicks on. My dad cruise control kicks on and I just get that shit done. And then I squeeze in time for myself somewhere. Yeah. Well, I think it's about, what's the word? Compartment, compartmentalizing, or it's like, or, and it's also compromising and it's finding, okay, here's, honey, here's the things that I'm going to do. And here's the things I'm willing to like, let go. Here's the things I'm willing to like uh, ease back on so that there's us. And then you have your thing and G- Gabriel has his thing, but yeah, I mean, definitely patience and taking like time to think about think about what you're going to say or react. But I mean, yeah. And the cursing. I'm always second, second guessing and making up new words too. I don't know about you guys. Yeah. (laughs) I'm trying, man. It's just fucking hard guys. Okay. It's real fucking hard. All right. You get around them. Next thing you know, you know, one of them's dropping the F bomb and and you know, the wife's looking at you. Yeah. Because it's all your fault, man. You, you're the one that used the F-bomb. Well, you know, a I lot... I don't remember doing it, but I, she said I did it. Well, the... Uh, uh, I don't know, you know, what, what few viewers uh, this show does have. Uh, yeah, we got, a, we got a few. You got like one or two. <laughs> but uh, maybe... Uh, I'm pretty sure not many of them know that all four of us went to the same high school, DeMatha in Hydesville, Maryland. And chock full of stories, especially if it's an all-boys... Catholic private school, you know, it's just going to be chock full of like tomfoolery and bullshittery. So I think the first one that graduated was Brian. So I know, Brian, we were talking a little bit offline about a couple funny stories. And uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and let you lead off with the, the one you were telling me about uh, one of your buddy's graduations or something. Oh, yeah. This was a story that I heard. Uh, you know, like this one, Scott. This was like in the uh, early 80s. Um, well, a guy was a freshman at DeMatha. You know, this little urinal, not urinals that they have over uh, by the uh, the showers. Like you have the one shower head and then you have the stall there, uh, the, I guess the drain or whatever. Well, some, somebody supposedly took a dump in there their freshman year in gym class, right? So uh, I'm not going to drop any names here. Well, anyway, graduation time comes up. And um, kids are getting ready to graduate. Four years later. Yeah, four years later. A guy comes up to this so-and-so gym teacher, and he's like, hey, man, um, you probably, I'm not sure if you remember this, but there was a guy freshman year in our class that took a dump, you know, in there, in that, in that urine, not the urinal, but the, um, the shower head or whatever. So uh, the guy says, oh, I, I got this, man. I'm, I'll handle this. So he said, who is it? Point him to, to me. 
So the guy's <laughs> getting ready. He just, I guess, just got his appointment. He walked down the aisle and he points at him. He goes, you! And the guy's like, what? He goes, I knew you did it. He was like, I knew you did it four years ago. You were the guy that did it. That's that off. Shower stall. He goes, I knew it all along. <laughs> and the dude, like, the guys were like, oh, my God. The, 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 the dude had just lost it. He had to have shit his pants, like, right then and there. And, like, he just, he kept yelling, yelling loud for, like, <sighs> five or ten minutes. But they said it was funny because he, he definitely didn't remember it happening. And I'm like, if you could remember this guy in the 80s, man, it's like, holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> he called and, him out. <laughs> but this kid, you but you were, you were telling me, so he finally calls this kid out. Yeah. Graduation day. Yes. As he's like on his first step to go up on the stage to get his fucking diploma. <laughs> <laughs> what and he stops him. You! Yeah. The kid immediately knew what he was talking about right away. He was like, how did he know this? Or why is he holding his back or whatever? And it was like full fledged off. Like, I'm coming after you, you know? And to give the viewers, all right. So, like we said, uh, we won't name any names, but to give the viewers an idea of this gym coach slash wrestling coach he was also a wrestling coach oh i and 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 no names but as far as a wrestling coach he looks exactly like hulk hogan to make matters worse sounded like hulk hogan (laughs) except for instead of blonde hair he had you know pitch black hair but he had the balding and the long hair like hogan and he had the big freaking handlebar mustache, just like Hogan. And he was gargantuous as hell because he was the gym coach and the wrestling coach, like Hogan. And so <laughs> the, the, basically the, the best was when he hit that when he was uh in the van or in the bus and he hit that car, he rear-ended that car, and she got out. She goes, What's your name? He's like Joe Jones. <laughs> He's like, where do you where do you work? He goes, Northwestern High School. <laughs> That's a fucking way to win the championship oh, right there. Northwestern. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, I remember I went to gym wow. class. I went to gym class. I think I was a freshman. The freshman fucked up every year. You're guaranteed to fuck up if you're a freshman at anything. Freshman in high, high school, freshman in college, uh, you know, a fresh private right out of basic training. You're guaranteed to fuck up. So I think it was like uh, week two or week three of my freshman year. I don't know. And I forgot my gym shorts. Remember we had like those blue gym shorts <laughs> and a gray T-shirt or some shit. And so I forgot my, I forgot my fucking gym shorts. And for some fucking reason, I just went. You remember how during gym you would sit in the bleachers and wait to like do your little drills or whatever for gym? I had the, I just went in boxers, you know, like boxer boxers, not boxer briefs or tidy whities, but it was like the flabby boxers. And the, they're like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, I fucking lost my gym short. And so I sit down and this kid looks around and he goes, you even have the boxers with the pee hole in the front. <laughs> and like, you probably see my probably see in the fucking pee hole and and uh hogan we'll call him <laughs> coach hogan comes over he goes what the hell is this you don't come in your underwear you just go go and he's like screaming at me he's like what are you thinking can't you you could, you could just ask for some gym shorts go in there. and he's like screaming i'm like running across the gym floor in fucking boxers like such a 
a, a nub, but embarrassing as hell. But you look back and you're just like, dude, everybody fucks up like this. It's hilarious. You have to hey, Scott, it. I got a funny one. Me coaching, you know, I coached 10 years over there. Um, one day we were, it was a Saturday morning. We were practicing. Practice had just ended and I'm holding on. I'm hungover. I mean, I'm really like, I'm standing up against the wall coaches reaming these kids i mean like reaming them about about something about the tournament we have coming up well i'm like i can't stand up anymore so i sit down the second i squat i ripped the loudest fart ever like in the whole room like shook the kids fucking started dying laughing right and i was like holy shit i, I try to keep a i kept a straight face because i was like so bad and embarrassed about it and he's like the coach goes are you all right, Paige? And he's pissed off. He's completely pissed because I completely fucked this whole conversation up, you know, with the kids. And I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. And he comes in my face. He goes, are you sure? <laughs> and I couldn't keep the I have the face. My face is big at this point. So the practice ended, and it's just me and him in the room. He's like, you got to be fucking shitting me. He's like, I'm fucking growing the kids, and you fucking fuck. What the fuck? <laughs> At that point, I lost, and I couldn't hold it in anymore. I started laughing. I was like, Coach, I didn't fucking do it on purpose, man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Cut me some fucking slack. <laughs> dude, the funniest thing was when, when dude, when he drove when he drove the bus down the alley for those, because people used to smoke in the alley, and he was looking for wrestlers. And he, yeah. he drove the bus down a narrow-ass alley <laughs> looking yeah. for these guys. They're like, holy shit, is that Hulk Hogan? <laughs> Uh, one, one, one story, we both had the buses, right? I was coaching JB. He was coaching varsity. He's like, hey, Paige, I'll race you to Gonzaga. And I said, okay. I was working. I just started working in D.C., so I knew the quickest ways to go. Well, he ends up – I'm following him, and he's taking the fastest route possible. He makes a left, I think, on Brentwood Road to get back. I can't I can't remember where he made a left at, but I knew there was, like, a barricade or something there. So he fucking ended up hitting a dead end. I ended up beating there. And he's like, what the fuck? He's like, there was a fucking, you know, a wreck or something over here. <laughs> it was funny beating him there because he's like, he knows the city in and out. And uh, he's hauling ass, you know, with the big buzz. He's got the big one. I got the little small bus. So it's a little easier. To make a long story short, I got there first before him by like two minutes. <laughs> but yeah, coach, I remember, dude was fun. I remember the wrestling guys and, 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 uh, I know, I know you wrestle a little bit too, Scott, but I remember I would have lunch with Chris with MC Techfall like just about every day. And I was going to the lunch line and I was getting like chili cheeseburgers with bacon and fries with chili and cheese on top of the fries. And I get there and there's Tech eating a fucking orange, cutting weight. Coach Hogan wants me to cut weight, man. And if you think, Chris is, if you think Tech's face looks, you know, skinny and slender now, man, like this dude was looking gaunt. Like, bro, how can you even wrestle? How do you even have the, the energy off of one orange? Like, everyone's trying to cut weight to, like, what do you call it, uh, Brian? To, like, uh, go down to, like, the lower weight class so you can, like, demolish these freshmen or something. And, and Lynn is like, like, why? <laughs> It's not healthy, man. Oh, man. Good times, man. I, I did 119 for a few months my freshman year. That was Fuck my freshman that. experience. And I remember, yeah, like lemons and fucking oranges and stuff, wearing bags. And I was only, I think I weighed 125 and I needed to cut down to 119 because I did fucking creamed at 125 because I was getting creamed to 119. <laughs> so, 
So I was like, all right, well, you know, your best chances are if you cut, you know, six pounds, you can make 119 and wrestle that weight class was my best shot. Yeah. Yeah, I think I wrestled – I think I tried out with with Coach Hogan for about a week, and he started talking to me about that kind of nonsense. I was like, nah. I, uh, well, I, our sophomore year, I remember he came up to me and wanted to know if I was going to wrestle again, and he was like, hey, I didn't see you practice. Richard, didn't see you practice. Uh, yeah, you're not gonna see me at practice. Oh yeah, you fucking. Dude, dude, he, he would always ask if you lifted. Oh, he was like, "Did did you oh, lift today?" He'd be like, "Did you lift today?" Why didn't you lift? No, he'd be like, I can't. dude, he'd be like, "Going." Uh, he goes, "When's your lunch break?" He'd be like, "Going to gym uh, during your lunch break." During lunch break, yeah. Like not not even eating anything at all. Just like I'm I'm gonna be cutting weight because I'm gonna be lifting during lunch. <laughs> yeah, he would have us lift. Like a full weightlifting session, bro. Like during yeah. your lunch break, so you had to woof <laughs> down whatever, whatever that you had. You woof it down real quick, and then you just, you just do sets. You know, no, and he he would know if you lifted if you didn't. He'd be like, you could lie to him and say, did you lift today? You like, did you lift today? You like, yeah. You like, no, you didn't. You had spies <laughs> no, you everywhere. Didn't. <laughs> remember that? You remember that? You remember that lady? Remember that lady that worked there? She was like doing sports medicine or something. Wendy. She was this. Uh, what Wendy or whatever whatever her name was yeah, yeah. but she was his spy man she was everybody's spy she would like rat everybody out nope brian didn't go to lift today <laughs> I saw, brian was eating a big old cheeseburger and he did not go lift and chris was eating two oranges not just one yeah but the, the funny spy. thing is when people didn't lift he'd be like oh yeah you didn't lift today well we're gonna lift right now <laughs> 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 he like he like everybody on a machine. <laughs> everybody like, on a machine. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, we would do like like thirty second or a minute intervals on every machine in that little small ass weight room that was like a a sweat box. Remember that was in the back of that was in the back of the gym. I was I was too small for football, and my grades were shit for baseball and basketball, and I wasn't going to be doing that kind of lifestyle for wrestling. <laughs> and then so I just so but then like we started the rowing club, which is now the crew team. And now all of a sudden they got medals and trophies galore. Uh, you but, started that Glenn? That's pretty badass. Oh, you I started. started the, the yeah, the row. Well, it was the rowing club. Me and uh, me. and But it, it was it was called crew back then, though. It's called the crew team. It, it, rowing is called crew. Yeah. But but when we we started the rowing club and we were going to Anacostia and like rowing with like the college teams or whatever, but we did, but we did so well and kind of put a name for DeMatha on that, that they ended up changing it to the crew team. And now it's a freaking a team, just like the wrestling team and the, ba the basketball team and the baseball team. It's a crew team. Now it wasn't a, it was a club then, yeah, okay. That's which awful. then turned into a fucking team now, but I could join any club I wanted to with shit grades. So that's, I mean, that's, you know, that's, you that's the only way I did a sport. I mean, you could have joined wrestling with shit grades. Oh, I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, but I'm not going to do I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it Hogan's way. Hogan did, Hogan did not, did not know best for me at that time. <laughs> Hogan did not know best for me at that time. Not at all. God. Like Big Dad, Big Daddy Nelson's Big Daddy Nelson for a reason. He likes cheeseburgers, he likes chicken tenders. You know, he's cutting down on those cars, but he likes beer. Quarantine fucking nearly killed me, though. 
I've been losing I've been losing weight out here on this tropical island, but it is what it is. I mean, dude, those were like those those were wild days, man. I mean, honestly, you just I'm, you just can't do that anymore. Hold on, you, can't, you can't do that. You anymore. can't you can't do the things that he used to do. Nah, man, getting old sucks, man. I mean, it's like, but it's like, funny when I when I run into somebody that uh, either knows him or we went to high school together with, or you know, wrestled for the guy. Um, you know, we just. You know, tell different stories, man. It's comical. He's, you know, he's, like like he's twenty so years later. Yeah, yeah. But he's so different now because he was at uh, Big Bri's wedding, and he's like the chillest, sweetest dude. And it's like, well, of course, because you retired and you got and you got grandkids. I think all his grandkids are girls. No, all no, grand- he's, got, he's got two boys, two girls. He, oh, two boys, two girls. Oh, he's okay. got three, three boys. One of them's uh, older. Oh, yeah. all right. Well, I mean. The second you get that granddaughter, then you're just going to be like, but he's, but but he's still a maniac. I don't give a fuck what you say. <laughs> if you hire him to be one, I'm sure he'll do his job well. Yeah, but, there was some years in the coach later where the kids tested the waters, man, and they really bit him in the ass. They uh, they really thought, you know, that he mellowed out, mellowed out, and then boom, <laughs> I tried to warn him, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, getting old. Getting old changes you. I can't believe it's been 25 years, dude, since I graduated. God, I turned 44 now, man. I'm like, where did this time go, man? I, I feel like 34 to 44, did I blink? You know, man. It, you got your 25th coming up? <clears throat> 25th, 25th. Actually, I already had the 25th. I think they're doing um, the reunion uh, the, on the 26th anniversary. I'm not sure. I went to the 20, and there, were, there weren't too many of us there. It was like a real rainy night, and I'm not. I'm not sure what if I'm schedule's gonna allow it this year. But. Dude, they do it at the smoker every year. Oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. you could you could actually just turn the smoker into a reunion. The smokers, uh, you know, I've never actually been to the smoker on campus. I've always gone to like R.J. Bentley's or Corner House or wherever. Yeah. Everybody ends up later that night because of work or whatever or a gig or something. But I went to my tenth. That was a blast. I went to my twentieth. I took uh, the wife to my 20th and she was just awestruck by the, the Catholicism and all the stuff they had in the hallways and the chapel and, and, and all that stuff. Cause they kind of gave us like a tour of what was kind of like updated and upgraded and renovated and added and what still remains from 20, 30, 40 years ago. And she was just blown away. So, I mean, the place looks great. Place still looks great. A couple of people arrested for, uh, uh, or some people not maybe not arrested, but some people were uh, removed from Damatha for uh, inappropriate behavior. Yeah, I, w- I wonder if it was. Uh, I wonder if it was somebody I had for accounting. Creepy bastard. <laughs> and if, if you guys took accounting, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, accounting. Always, always wore a sweater. One of those black sweaters. <laughs> Counting. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, no names. You used no to names. Say, no. You, you, there, there. You used to say this. You used to say, "Child of God." <laughs> oh. Put his hand on your shoulder and say, "Child of God." Oh, let me what ask you this. Doing? Let me ask you this. Was he tall with glasses and dark hair? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. I, 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 and, and I do believe you're correct. I do believe it. I do believe it was him. I, I, I would assume. I, I don't want to assume, but I assume. <laughs> Brian, the funniest one was when, um, when Steinbauer kicked uh, Bill Kelly in the ass. <laughs> Did you guys know him? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know. I don't. I don't know Steinbauer. No, Steinbauer. Steinbauer's your year, right? Steinbauer used to come in there with McDonald's every day. <laughs> <laughs> the teacher was would, he would get there at six in the morning, and he would, you know, have Steiny try to pick up all the. Uh, there was food left from the day before, or whatever. McDonald's all over the tables, and uh, he'd say, "Hey, man, uh, I need you to pick up everything in this cafeteria." And he said, "You know what? I'm going to pick up and throw away. I'm going to pick up the McDonald's I brought in today." That I bring in every day. And that's what I'm gonna throw away. <laughs> water. So he was like, I didn't do that. And he's like, Well, I'm telling you to. And he's like, I'm telling you I'm not. Like I, I came here, I'm sitting by myself, I'm not even next to that trash. I'm not gonna sit next to trash. Like and the same guy was uh, in class one day and this certain teacher had a uh, would would like the kids' feet were in the like the hallway or whatever, in between the rows, his pet. Like the like you know, if you're sitting you're sitting at your desk. And you kick your foot out, yeah. like in the walkway, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he, his big thing was sweeping, <laughs> the, sweeping the hall, sweeping the floors with his feet, right? Uh, chair, not just whatever. Usually he kicked your feet or he'll kick your uh, book bags or whatever. So my buddy's turned around and he ends up kicking him somehow in the butt. I guess his, his butt was facing the the, the, the right. No, way. He, didn't he kick his feet and then he kicked his ass? He kicked him in his, yeah, yeah, he kicked him in his feet. And then my buddy turned around. And he said, "Fuck this!" He was walking. He kicked him right in the ass. He fucking kicked him both. He kicked him in the ass. The teacher was like, "You can't do that. You kicked me." And my buddy said, "You fucking kicked me first. You want to play that game?" So, end of story, man. That was it. I don't think there was any more kicking of chairs or you know any fucking um, books or anything like that. But uh, my buddy, yeah, he he did he tested though. He did stuff like your freshman year that you might do now at forty four. I'm like, how did you have the balls to do that as a freshman? What the fuck? Like no fear factor at all. Like goddamn. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember there was another teacher that always had cigars in his pocket. And so the day I turned eighteen, I walked in with a pack of cigarettes in my pocket. And then he's like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> dude, dude, remember Buck Offit, man? He would do. He oh, would dude. chew and smoke cigars. Oh god, that <laughs> like, guy. Dude. That guy was chewing in class, like. You already named, well. You already named his name, so that's exactly who I was fucking talking about. He's got these two big fucking stogies in like the the, the silver fucking metal canisters, and so I got like a pack of Marlboros in my in my or Camels in my in, in a in my shirt pocket. He's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" I'm like, "What are you doing, dude?" He reminded me of that guy Lewis from that. Are you telling me it's a smoke-free campus? <laughs> and he's, and then he's like fucking crickets. Dude, he reminded me of that guy Lewis from uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. The, the guy, was, the guy, the old guy Lewis that was smoking the cigar that burned his tree up. Oh, that fuck! Oh, dude, that's, that's fuck, hundred percent. The one with the two, the, the one whose toupee got like snatched by a fucking gopher or something, yeah. or a squirrel. Yeah, that's fucking buck. He's dude, like Lewis, dude. you burnt, you burnt my tree. Yeah, and you know. uh you remember, you remember a certain English teacher that like had PTSD from Nam or something? I saw him at my twentieth. The dude looks, the dude looks more grizzly than Scotty right now. Like he had long hair, bald on top, long like a, like who do you look like? Uh, 
long hair down to his shoulders, the biggest beard. I didn't fucking recognize him. I went up, shook his hand, <laughs> and he told me his name. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> like, you look, you look different, dude. Because he used to look like buzz his head, clean shaven. He looked like he was living in a fucking cave in Afghanistan for 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> so. Is that the... Uh, is that, uh... Uh, take a sheet of paper out and fold it lengthwise. That English teacher. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah that that teacher. Yeah. <laughs> take a take a sheet of paper out, fold it lengthwise. Nice. Yeah, well, you, and, you guys it, the, and, and then pass it to the left. Hey, you guys weren't left, you weren't yeah. in the class that he uh, he xeroxed the papers on, were you? One of those classes. I think there's only one class I know of that did that. But anyway, he gave a quiz, got the answers back, xeroxed them, and then. We graded the class graded him. It wasn't my class, and he goes. Uh, he said something like, "That's funny." He was like, "These are answers aren't the same answers as these." And he broke out the real copies, and it was nothing relevant. I mean, nothing even looked close together. And I was like, "Holy shit!" He said that. It's funny. So he he knew what was fucking going on. Yeah, he's just fucking. Yeah. He was cool though, man. He he. I got a D in his class, and uh, everybody else failed and had to go to summer school. And he was like, "I passed you, man." And I said, "I know," but I was like, "I'm trying to." Um, you know, get my GPA just up a little bit to get the clearinghouse stuff. And he was like, well, I just want to let you know you pass. And I was like, he's like, I, you know, he was, he was actually a cool guy, man. If you, if you talked to him one-on-one, he, he was cool, man. He really was. He seemed all right, but, but he, he, he was, he was a, he was a case, man. You know who my favorite was though? Was that, that blonde lady that taught Spanish. She was my favorite. She's actually a good teacher. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about. I had that young guy, Blue, for Spanish. He was cool as shit, man. Like, you know, dude, we were talking about going to fucking HF Festival and seeing the fucking Prodigy. He was like, yeah, I was right there. Actually, he was young. Wasn't he like, yeah, a, dude, he wasn't was, he like a recent college grad? Dude, he, he was, was probably like, like 24, 25, 25. He was a DeMath alum, right? Yeah. And then he went, he was like, and then... A DeMath right. alum straight out of college back to teaching. Yeah, yeah there were a group I think, of, I, think were, I remember him. There was a group of them, like four of them, that would hang out together. They were all the same age. It was real tight niche then. And that soccer te- and that soccer coach slash history teacher too, right? He was always in that group. He was a little older, but I think he hung out with like the younger teachers. Yeah, it was that was a tight niche. I remember talking to one of the instructors, and uh, he told me one time, he goes, if you think it was crazy – with you guys, just imagine it with us. <laughs> and I was like, man. I even pulled the same route, man. I wanted to go back and work uh, work with the, 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 the crew team, but they wouldn't hire me. I guess my GPA wasn't back that good. Trying to be an assistant or something. Oh, yeah. I was just like, hey, I'm looking for, I'm looking for, a, I'm looking for a job. I'll even take a part-time job coaching crew. And they were like, no, nah, I think we're good. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, we're good <laughs> i mean those i mean you know those those were the fucking days man those were the days well uh all right listen so here's an experiment i'm trying to do with the show and it's gonna be like uh this inaugural thing and uh we'll just see how it goes but um let's start here uh we'll start with tech uh come up with a location any location? Any location. Just any location. Okay. Washington, D.C. All right. D.C. All right. And uh, both Brian and Scotty come up with a character each. 
Any any character. Person, character. It's fictional, not fictional, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I'm going to say Bruce Banner. All right. Bruce Banner. And... Maybe Sylvester Saloon. Okay. S- S- Sly. Okay. Wow. And then uh object. I'll come up with an object. Uh you know, I we already uh since since you said Bruce Banner, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is like Marvel stuff now. So I'm gonna be yeah, stuck on the incredible hulk. I'm gonna yeah, Bruce Banner, he's he's he turns into the incredible hulk. So now it's gonna be uh I use a uh, one of those uh one of those old suitcase cell phones. You know what I'm talking about? Suitcase cell phone? Those big fuckers that you got to like look like around. Love. It had a strap. <laughs> we used to have one, yeah. All right. And then uh, we'll, we'll, go back to, uh, we'll go back to tech here for a conflict, some sort of conflict. Any kind of conflict? Uh, an international conflict. Say with uh, another country. The like U.S. The, the U.S. Uh, versus Russia. Okay, U.S. versus Russia. All right. So, let's work on this, right? So, you know, Bruce Banner. <laughs> All right. So, since you said, okay, since you said Sylvester Stallone, Sylvester Stallone is casted. It won't be a character. It'll be, he'll be the actor playing Bruce Banner, not Mark Ruffalo, but. Sly is playing an older Bruce Banner and he goes to DC to, 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 to try to work on this US versus Russian conflict and maybe you know maybe he got trapped and you guys and you guys can help me out like you know brainstorming this bizarre story but uh, so I, he, so, I like the way that you're going with it though yeah you know? so, he, so he goes to DC so, okay, so let's just say it's Sylvester Stallone playing Bruce Banner, and, he, and you know, he might turn into a – no, you know what? I'll tell you what, Scott. How's this sound? It's Sylvester St- Stallone playing Smart Hulk, Banner Hulk, right? Okay. So we're recasting Banner Hulk from uh, Endgame as Sly. All right. Hey, you know, we got to go back in time, all right? <laughs> And then because <laughs> I got a little, little relaxed brain or something. Hey, <laughs> hey you know, like I, I need to, uh, you know, uh, you know, kind of combine both, you know, because I'm strong and I'm smart, all right? You know, I, I'm not dumb or nothing, all right? <laughs> so but you can't read the dummy cards. <laughs> hey, I, I don't appreciate that, all right? <laughs> so, all right. So then, you know, he goes back in time, right? On that time machine. In the end game, they went back in time. And then they, ha- they, all, they all had to go back and put the gemstones back. But then, but then he, like, ended up in the... Go ahead. Was it the- righteous, ge- go ahead. righteous gemstones? They had to put the righteous gemstones back? Well, the, infi- the infinity stones in the right places. Do you know the HBO show Righteous Gemstones? Righteous Gemstones? No. <laughs> Isn't that what it's called? 
It's got the guy from uh, Eastbound and Down. I have no idea what that show is. Oh, uh, Kenny Powers. Kenny, Kenny Powers. Powers, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is that guy's real name? It's about it's about big church, big church money. Oh, okay, okay. Big church a, money down south. I'll have to check that out. So, anyway, squirrel moment. So, you know, Stallone's smart banner goes back in time, right? Because he has to replace the Infinity Stone that they went back in time to get, but now he has to go back, but then he gets lost. Just like, uh, you, remember how Captain, you remember how Captain America and Iron Man, they got lost? They had a, they screwed it up, I think, in the two, in, in, uh, in 2012. So then they had to go further back to the 70s. Yeah. So, so like Smart Hulk ends up in the 80s. That's why he's got, and he has to like fix this, and he's, that's why he's got that, uh, big stupid cell phone and he's walking around trying to get a hold of and now it's during the cold war yeah this could be like a whole this could be a whole, like a whole short film on dc plus or something so like who would he be hunting down like you'd be like what smart 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 hawk stallone's uh banner hawk is meeting with reagan or something Gotta jump off for a second. You gotta jump off. <laughs> he's gotta pee, man. He's gotta go. He's gotta go poop. Put, put the urinal right in front of you, man, so you can piss in the bucket. Banner <laughs> Hog played played by Sly, and he's got to play by Sly. He's got to meet with a. Uh, he's got to meet with Reagan. We have a deja vu from Rocky Four: Russians and Sly. <laughs> I mean, somebody said Sly. Somebody said U.S. versus Russia. Oh yeah. <laughs> all right. So then, then all right. That's another good idea. So like Ivan uh, uh, Dolph Lundgren, <laughs> Dolph Lundgren could pop up and play uh, who? Red Hawk or uh, <laughs> the Abomination or something. Yeah, maybe he's the Abomination, a Russian version. Ooh, a Russian version. No, he could be fucking. Who's that? Who's that Russian? Oh, wait, wait, wait. A Soviet version. They were talking 80s, right? Soviet Union. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Bannerhawk meeting with Reagan. It's Fucking... the equivalent, it is equivalent of a KGB scientist playing with the same energy. Because you know in real life, Dolph Lundgren, he's a fucking, he's got a master's degree or, or a doctorate or something in engineering or architecture. Some, I did not know that. Some, really? such, cool. some such stuff. And he's a legit like fifth degree black belt in karate. I think he's an Olympic karate champion. Dolph Lundgren is legit. Okay, so then uh, so Dolph Lundgren's doing that. Oh, and so like how about it ends... The Berlin Wall came down because Bannerhawk, played by Sly, was like, hey, I don't like this wall no more. And he just starts punching <laughs> the wall and like, brings down the Berlin Wall by himself. Brings, hey, down, down <laughs> brings down Berlin Wall. I don't know. I, think, I don't know. I think we got something here. Who should play Reagan? Oh, that's a, that's a good one. And you know Bruce Campbell played him in the show Fargo, and he did a fucking pitch perfect. Bruce Campbell, Evil Dead, played Ronald Reagan. Reagan. Yeah, 
Do you watch you watch Fargo? Uh, I've watched a, I've watched a couple episodes. Did you you Scotty? Did you watch Fargo? Fargo season four. I I started it, got halfway through. But I've watched the other three. Yeah, but you, so you did see Bruce Campbell as Reagan. Yeah, yeah, like he'd he, be a great he'd be a great Reagan death. Oh, he'd be, he'd be great. Has he been in a Marvel thing? He has been in Spider Man. He was in the Tobey Maguire. The, uh, did you watch the? Uh, the thing called uh, Army of Dark, what was it called? The Evil Dead series had like three seasons. Ash versus Evil Dead. Yeah, 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 Ash versus Evil Dead. Yeah. Did, did they ever pick up after the uh, like the apocalypse? Like he woke up in the future. No. Was, no. no. It's canceled, no, right? Just, it's canceled. Oh, yeah, right? I don't yeah. think they renewed it. Yeah, something, something happened. Oh come on, man. But man, and I you, really did enjoy that one, dude. He was fucking awesome in that. And dude, you know what else I would have fucking enjoyed? You know what would have really been dope is okay. Did you ever see the Evil Dead reboot? In 2017, 2016? I think I did, but he wasn't in it, though. Well, he was, Well, he produced it, and at the very, very end, like, after the end credits, they show him in a dark room, and he looks at the camera and says, Groovy? No, I didn't get that. So that was, like, at the very end of the credits. Now, now I got to go check the end of the credits. What would have been fucking dope, bro, is all that shit happens at the end of Evil Dead 2015 or whatever year it was, came out, the reboot. And somehow he just flies up. Like, he flies through the window or he flies up from the cellar. Like, he got kicked out of the post-apocalyptic thing. And, like, he just flies through into the cabin and, like, gets up covered in glass and blood. And he's like, what the fuck? And then they cut to black. And then they could pick up with a second one where he is still involved in with these new kids. Mm-hmm. Or, I thought the new characters were awesome. Yeah, I thought the new characters were awesome too, but that could have been like, okay, what the hell happened to Ash? And then they cut to like Ash versus Evil Dead, the whole show, and then he ends up in the future, and then they show a little something from in the future, and then he gets sucked back into like the cabin from where those kids or are. Maybe, or maybe he gets sucked back into being the president of the United States in the 80s, and he's talking to Smart Hawk. He's talking to Smart Hulk. Yeah, man. We got to... All right. So, you know, it's all about... It's all about trying to bring down the Berlin Wall and and, uh, Banner Hawk or Smart Hawk or whatever. Well, that was... I mean, that... That was kind of fun. Sly Hawk. Sly Hawk. Hawk, Even better. Sly Hawk, yeah. Sly Hawk. He might... I mean, listen, people make fun of Stallone, but he plays a great... normally intelligence kind of guy i don't want to call him dumb or anything he plays a he plays your average guy with average intelligence very well he plays that character though sylvester stallone's a genius by the way genius filmmaker but he would be a great sly hulk hey you want an autograph hey i'm i'm the hulk all right I just decided to hey, forget about it, all right? You know, I'm going to be big. I'm going to be green. But it's going to be me. No time, all right? I'm still smart. I'm still smart, all right? Dude, the, the, the funny thing is everybody's taking pictures of, of Sly now. Like, and now he's, like, he's got like a he's got like a gut, like a dad bod. And they're like, oh, I'm now now I finally uh, have the physique uh, of, the, of Sly, you know? Did he finally finally decide? Did he finally decide to just like let it just chill out, dude? Yeah, I guess he just let it go, man. You know, I mean, dude, he's almost 
fucking. He's, 70, he's 75 years old. Come on. Everybody's like, I finally did it. I finally have the physique of Sylvester Stallone. I finally did it. I'm like, yeah, the guy's like almost 80 years old, man. He's 75 <laughs> years old. And, and you know, you can, you can dump on the guy that you want. Oh, he's getting fat now. Well, first off, he's 75 years old. But on top of that, he is a, he is a guardian of the galaxy. And he's a member of the Suicide Squad. Who the fuck else can say at the same fucking time that they are a member of the Marvel Universe and yeah, the DC Universe? Dude, he'll do another Rocky movie if he wanted to. I really think he's done with that, man. I really think I really think he's done with that. I mean, it's been eight of them now. So I don't know, man. Fast and Furious, keep it going. I mean, dude, you know, if he came out with another Rocky movie, people watch that motherfucker. But he's not going to be in another Rocky movie. He's just going to do a couple of Fast and Furious movies. Maybe Expendables 4 and 5. Dude, I, oh, my God. Dude, I don't think the guy... I don't think the guy can hold up to a fucking Expendables 4. I mean, we don't want to see that. I want to see him guest star like Kurt Russell does and everything. Kurt Russell's just popping up in every franchise in the Fast movies, in the freaking... Uh, Gardens of the Galaxy. Gardens of the Galaxy. He wasn't in Expendables, wasn't he? No, he wasn't. Hey, what movie was he in where he had the uh, the race car and he like picked that girl up from the bar and he was driving like 100 miles an hour and her head was banging all over? That was like, what? It caught me off guard, man. I was like, this has got to be a Tarantino film, man. This it was guy. the Tarantino film. Oh, yeah, it was. That was it was nice, called yeah. Death Proof. Okay. That was a great role for that guy. Yeah, it was kind of unexpected, you know what I mean? That scene, yeah. you know, it really was. Stuntman yeah. Mike. Everything, you know, starts off good and then it just goes to, you know, once you see Tarantino, you should know that everything's going to get crazy. Hey, who's that? That's Stuntman Mike. Who's Stuntman Mike? He's a stuntman. <laughs> yeah, remember we were calling you stunt for a while, man, when you were, yeah, when you were, the, a, when you were a, a certified stuntman. Certified stuntman. Yeah, well, I had you on backup, by the way, dial for Primal Fitness back in the day. <laughs> you, had me, you had me as backup? I had you as backup, yeah. They had their guy or whatever, but I was like, I was going to call you. Probably For the parkour last, competition? Yeah, last second, you know. Um, it was last second stuff. But you would have been a helicopter. You would have loved it, probably. You hey, listen, like, man, like. You would have been filming from a chopper. I'm glad. Fuck that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'd be filming. Yeah. Oh, that's too easy. Yeah, I can do that. That's what I meant. Did I say stunt? Um, I meant filming. Yeah, you're yeah right. you I thought, thought that. Yeah, he I thought he a, wanted me to do parkour. Yeah, I kept but, telling him no. That, that you were going to yeah. be an that you were going to be an acrobat. No, no, they got Dave. Uh, you're going to film. You're going to be the backup filmer. I'm going to be an actor bat. <laughs> <laughs> I swear you said actor bat. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone is uh, sly. Sylvester got, Stallone is huh? I got a guy for you to meet, Glenn. Okay. You come down. You come down to Atlanta, um, Charlie Pacerni. Okay. That is. I don't know the name. Uh, if you look look him up on uh, on IMDb, you'll see his uh, his uh, his his credits there. I guess, man, all the different shit that's up there. Um, but he's a stunt coordinator that I met through another friend down here. Who, um, I mean, he's in his eighties, dude, and he'd probably kick everybody's ass I know. Um, from the Untouchables all the way up until I think the last thing he was on was Fast Nine or F Nine or whatever they're calling it. Fast Nine. Or so F, you, I think it's called F Nine. Charlie, Charlie Pacerni. 
Yep. P I C. Oh, wait a minute. I got it. And I. Yep. Patera? Oh, Paterno? Pacerni. Pacerni. P I C E R. P I C E R. What? Uh, N I. N I. Charlie Pacerni. Yeah. Fast nine. Yeah, this guy's a little bit older, man. He looks like he's about 10 yeah. years younger than Sly, and he's still doing it. God yeah. damn. Born yeah, December 19th. Ahead. Born December 19th, 1935, Queens, New York, and he's still doing it. Still still blowing yeah. shit up. Him and his wife, Nancy, Nancy Young is her name. Um, they're so active in the community. COVID obviously kind of kicked everybody in the ass in the production yeah. community. Yeah, um, but yeah, they live in Peachtree City, not far from me, man. Um, you know, on a personal note, I mean, they're cool. They're cool peeps. Um, yeah, I bet you if you talk to Charlie, man, you guys would talk for hours about stunt coordination, directing. I mean, he kind of, over his career, he started doing stunts, being the guy doing the stunts, then being the guy coordinating everything, and then being the guy designing different set pieces that go along and doing some directing and doing some acting and different things. Good good okay. connection, man. Sounds like that's for sure, man. Um, but yeah, dude, we, dude but the, he, he was, um, you know, he, I mean, diehard, right? Uh, I mean, that's one of the things when, when I think of diehard, uh, after kind of sitting and talking with this guy, man, I mean, he basically made diehard, you know, happen. But really diehard, too, he made that whole movie happen because Rennie Harlan was the guy who directed it. <laughs> he kept saying that Rennie didn't know his ass from a hole in the ground. And this guy basically fucking, I mean, I had to carry the whole movie with stunt coordination and directing because this guy's, you know, dialogue parts were terrible. Mm. Kind, of, yeah. kind of behind the music right kind of like behind the stunts type thing yeah yeah man i mean they're still petitioning for uh you know a stunt category over at uh the oscars and i don't know any other i don't know any other award show that does awards for stunts either i know there might be uh i think maybe the saturn awards which are sci-fi awards sci-fi and fantasy there, sh there should be an organization for stunts man I'm pretty sure there's a guild at this point, just like there is the PGA, the DGA, the ACE, uh, SAG, WGA. I'm pretty sure there's there yeah, is there's one that's called um, Stunts Unlimited. There's like a whole Stunts Unlimited crew or yeah. whatever. You can sign up and get in their database. Now, um, you, get into, now you get into their database. No, you get into their database. That company will look out for you. But use them to promote i guess and get jobs get work yeah yeah but as far well, as I mean, like the union the guild you know iatsi and and uh yeah like sag i mean i think you know you got to be part of all that stuff the actors part of it right even if you're just doing stunt acting yeah 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 i think actually you know what yeah so i think sag after does cover stunts stunt players stunt performers but 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 to your point about awards i don't know if that many awards right really um that are given out for stunt actors i mean I mean, I mean, director, second yeah. director, like those kind of things, sure, right? But like for stunt coordinator and things like that. Really. I don't really, I don't really think. I'm an, you know, I'm an AD, and I don't know if there is a uh, there is a qualifier for like an Oscar for best assistant director. You know what I'm saying? Because there's not going to be an Oscar for best assistant editor, and editors have an assistant, so. The best you're going to get is you worked 
you've been hired by this Oscar winning director over and over and over again. So you kind of have like that maybe little asterisk on your resume as an, as an AD, or you've been hired by these producers over and over and over again, because the producers are the ones that get the best picture Oscar. The director gets the best director Oscar, but, but that director will probably say like, you know, I couldn't have done this without my AD so-and-so for so many years on all my pictures, the same, you know, I always hired the same guys and you know, without them, this wouldn't be possible, blah, 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 blah. If you get your name mentioned at the award show, that's probably going to be about it. And I think that's probably as deserving as it is. And, and, and I'm an experienced AD and I don't see why there would be a category for that. Cause I think there's just too fucking many categories already, but there should definitely separate, should be there, de but there definitely. See, listen, if you're going to have an Oscar for the wardrobe and the hair and makeup and the editing and the special effects, then you should have a stunt coordinator or stunt director's Oscar, but not an AD. Well, an like, AD for, like, for example, like, did you, did you see Demolition Man that stunt in the beginning where that guy jumps off a fucking helicopter? Yeah. Okay. Like, it, you know, that, that's one of Charlie's stunts, for example, right? I feel like something that fucking ridiculously awesome should get nominated for some award. Take a look at, yeah, absolutely. Take a look at Mad Max Fury Road. I mean, that's Road. crazy. You jumped take, off a fucking helicopter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But take a look at uh, uh, even more so. I know this is even a more favorite movie of yours is, uh, oh shit, what the fuck's the name of the movie with Patrick Swayze and Keanu Reeves? Point oh, Break. Yeah. Like chock full of fucking stunts. Half the James Bond movies especially Daniel Craig ones, chock full of incredible, you know, insane, well choreographed. Well, Patrick Swayze was doing his own jumping out of airplanes during that exactly. movie, right? So, like, yeah. you know, I mean, he could have gotten a fucking extra award, you know? And Keanu Reeves was doing his own surfing in that movie. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's certain things, man, that should be included, certainly from, like, the stunt community. The more I I'm think, finding out I about think, like, know, a stories stunt, behind the scenes. I think a stunt coordination, Matrix... Mad Max Fury Road. Um, I mean, Mad Max took all the technical Oscars that year. It didn't get Best Picture, and I think it was Rob. But, you know, it took all the technical stuff that it should have because of, really because of the stunts and the camera work. So it got the editing. It got the, I think it got cinematography. It got special effects because they were doing a lot of practical stunts and then kind of dazzling it up with some CGI. But all the stunts were legit um, and stuff like that. But gentlemen, I, I think this is going to bring us to a close, man. It was a blast. And, you know, we might have something here with this. Uh, we might have something here with this uh, Sly banner going back in time, <laughs> get, getting lost, trying to return that, that one Infinity Stone he was trying to return. And he bashes down the, the Berlin Wall. So I, that's something to work on, man. And, uh, but, yeah, until next time, gentlemen, it was a blast. Um, so, uh, before, uh, before I let you guys go, uh, Scotty, any, any plugs you want to put out there? dropshotstudio.com and uh, F is for friends. Check them out. Okay. And uh, Techfall? Yeah, you can find me on IG at zombiesquad211. Hit us up on www.deadonpictures.com. Check out uh, some of our merchandise that we have available. I'm still always uh, updating our store, so uh, check it out, you know. And um, hit me up on Facebook. At uh, Zombie Squad 211. Uh, and uh, last but certainly not least, Brian, any plugs, links, socials you want to put out there? <laughs> you can hit me up on bpaid77 at <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Straight up email. Straight up. Email me. Email me to direct, bro. All right, Dude. guys, man. Hey, listen, it was a blast. Uh, hold on. Dude, you should, you should have just put out your address and said you can write me a letter. Put out your address, letter. your phone number. You can write me a letter. I accept my emails to people, Do not. Do not. And no responses from anybody. Does anybody use regular email? Jesus. Yes, I do. We, we all still use email, man. You have to log into shit with email, so don't worry about it. Well, guys, don't go anywhere. We're going to talk a little bit offline. The viewers out there, if you want to become an honorary member of the Zombie 